Orange County Water Polo Podcast. I am Dan Albano with the Orange County Register and OCVarsity.com. And uh, thanks to all the water polo fans for checking out our podcast. We were off last week, but we are uh, we were getting ready for the playoff push. And to help us get ready for the playoffs, tonight we have a special guest. We have Tim Fredrickson, the boys' water polo coach at Seagerstrom, who's joined us, and he's going to help us preview the uh, – this last stretch drive toward the playoffs going to get us ready, certainly for Division Six water polo, where the Seagersham Jaguars are ranked number one in Division Six. They were finalists a year ago, so he'll be able to help us with Division Six and a few other teams and, and a few other insights on water polo. So, Tim, thank you for joining us, and how are you doing this evening? I'm doing pretty good, Dan. Thanks for having me. All right, Coach. Well, thank you for joining us here. Hey, Phil's uh, a little... We'll fill us in a little bit on uh, how the Jaguars season is going. You guys are ranked number one in Division Six. You were finalist a year ago. You have I've seen you play one time uh, this season. I know you have uh, quite a bit of experience from last year. A lot of familiar names. People expected you guys to be pretty good this year because of the amount of returners. You guys have uh, done well in your Golden West League. You guys are preparing uh, for your. Uh, kind of your postseason carousel it's like basically a postseason uh, league tournament though not an official tournament but a, a, a you know a postseason uh, portion of your league that's going to determine your seeding for playoffs but tell us how you guys have done this year and and kind of where you're at in your season I used to time out and we, you know, we kind of ran up 
was a big victory for you, Coach. And, you know, I saw you at, earlier you guys played at the Newport Rib uh, tournament that's hosted by Costa Mesa. And I think this year you, you guys have some strong play again at two meters. It seems like that's a big part of your attack. Can you talk about your strength at two meters on, at offense? Yeah, you know, we're, we're very fortunate this year. We, we, have, we, have, we have two two-meter men, uh, Vincent Barada and uh, Jose Barajas. Jose's a freshman and Vincent's a senior, so we, we kind of bookend that. And, you know, uh, you know, Vince was out uh, last year due to a knee injury, um, and he's, he's rehabbed great. He's been working really hard, and he's in great shape, best shape I've ever seen him. And then Jose is just, uh, you know, the hardest-looking man in show business. And they, they basically just, they're, they're the two-minute drill. Um, yeah. They just, you know, they switch every two minutes to keep them fresh. Um, and, you know, they really control the center of the pool really well. Um, you know, and it, it's really relieved a lot of pressure off our perimeter. Um, because, you know, when those two guys are in there fresh, uh, you know, if, if we can get position. And there's no help. Um, we're gonna have a really good chance of scoring, and so that usually pulls people off the top and allows our premier shooters, which um, you know, like I said, we've got 13 seniors. Uh, we've got a lot of guys that that can put the ball on cage, you know, and so it just gives us a lot of offense um, where you know we didn't we wouldn't normally have that, you know. Right. And who are some of your top outside shooters? Um, well, you know, Seth Chavez right. is a lot of uh, two defending force. Um, he's been he's been really our, our top producer um, when it comes to the perimeter. Okay. Um, you know, he's, he's he's really he's really deceptive and and uh, and you know he's got a, he's got a really good arm. And then um, you know you know um, uh, Nick Navarro. Um, Okay. Who, you know, he's just really crafty. You know, he's always looking for he's always looking for the opportunity. Um, and if you if you don't if you don't if you give him an inch, he'll take a mile. You know, and then you know David obviously he's our leading scorer. Um, and you know his you know his advantage is um, he sees the game. You know, if there's if there's a play, if there's a scene, if there's a way for him to get an angle on the call. Um, Uh, 
Coach, we wanted to uh, close with you one other uh, story we thought you could pass along to us and maybe get us in the mood of, you know, CIF and the, and the push toward the CIF finals in the next couple of weeks is we understand that uh, Segerstrom had an interesting guest coach um, stop by uh, your practice recently. Maybe you can fill us in about that, Coach, because I heard that he left uh, pretty impressed with your program and thought you guys were pretty talented. Tell us a little bit about who this coach was and what the philosophy or the, the thought process was to have with, with him uh, st- you know, checking out one of your practices.
guys. Hope you guys have uh, found Coach Fredrickson's uh, insight on uh, Seagrass from Insightful, and and I, I certainly have, and, and some insight on Division Six. Tell us a little bit about uh, your first ever orange, uh, your first Golden West Carousel. Um, how's this all going to work out, and, and what's the, uh, the thought process? Because you're not alone um, in doing this this year. The Freeway League in Division Four is also doing their you know postseason tournament uh, in a pretty similar fashion. So uh, we have two leagues in Orange County this year that are, are that are doing this format. What's what's happening with the Golden West League? You know, I think, you know, Tuesday there's going to be some great games. I mean, you've got Santa Ana versus uh, Santa Ana versus Loera and you've got Westminster versus Orange and those are those teams are all, you know, neck and neck and it's going to be great. It's going to be some good games and the teams that come out ahead are going to be fired up because they know that no matter what they win that first game no matter what, they have a chance at going to the playoffs. <laughs> you know, um, you're right. I mean, no matter what. I mean, if they lose to, you know, let's say they, oh, uh, you know, beat Santa Ana in that second game, right? That Santa Ana still has a chance to go to the playoffs because they're playing whoever loses the game, us versus uh, whoever it is that comes out on top of the other side. Right. So, I mean, so if they win, oh, man, they've got a chance to really go in and, and maybe win a couple games in the playoffs and get deep into the playoffs and give themselves a chance to win it. And if they lose, they've still got a chance. So every game matters. It's going to be a blast. Hey, Coach, is the philosophy a lot about, um, you know, you guys used to be a double round league. Um, so, but, you know, now you're not, you know, you, you, you get away with the, you get rid of the double round and, and go to the carousel. Is that somewhere uh, trying to help you get more games other places? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, um, you know, when you're trying to get ready for the playoffs, you want to play the teams in your division. You want to play high-level teams, you know. Um, and, you know, like this year, you know, we had a chance to play Temesco Canyon, but we didn't normally get to play them, you know. But we had three extra games on our schedule that we could pick up uh, that we wouldn't normally have had because we only want single round. And then, you know, we got the play chase there this year. Right. Never, you know, that, that's an opportunity we never had before. You know, and, and those, those, those games, they prepare you. And, you know, the nice part is, is, you know, if you're, you know, you know, from our end of it, you know, you know, we're number one right now. You know, we're having a good season. We're very fortunate, you know. So we're trying to schedule really tough teams. We're trying to really prepare ourselves. You know, and if I, you know, if I was, say, third or fourth in our, our, our league, well, I might be scheduling some teams that, that I think we're going to play really close to so we can develop and really get ready for that tournament at the end of the season to give ourselves a chance to go to the playoffs. Because, really, it's, it's about the whole season development. And whatever I can do as a coach to give us the best amount of improvement, that's what I want to do. And this, I think, is an excellent opportunity for all, all the coaches in our league to be able to do that, to be able to really improve their teams throughout the entire season. Wow, that's great, Coach. Well, and then plus, you, like you said, you, you also build some uh, excitement at, uh, at the end of the year as well, and that's a good thing as well. Oh, absolutely. Anything we can do to make uh, you know, make our league more exciting for the kids and give them the opportunity to, to have a senior year where you know they can just get fired up for a league tournament at the end of the year. Uh, that just, I mean, that's what it's all about. These guys have, these kids get one 
Cups uh, and your league and, and hosting your first ever carousel tournament, your postseason tournament in the Golden West League. And, of course, good luck in the Division Six playoffs, Coach. We'll be watching you out there. And thanks for taking some time out to talk to to me and the, uh, the OC uh, Water Polo fans tonight. Well, thank you, Dan. You know, I know you work really hard, and you're doing such a great job promoting our sport. So, thank you. I mean, you know, you you put a lot of work in, and and, uh, and I know that it really shows. You know, uh, people know what water polo is about, and they're and they're starting to learn and get excited about it. A lot of that is the, the time you put in, and man, we really appreciate it. Well, thank you, Coach. Uh, thanks again for the chat. Thanks for those kind words, and thanks to all the fans who listened to us tonight on the Inside Orange County Water Polo Podcast.